from the country that brought you Rami Malik and Hoda Kotbi. It's a conundrum. With Sam Taha. Kif, we have a conundrum. <sighs> Hello, and welcome to Sam Taha's Conundrum Podcast. I am the ruminating portion before the apostrophe and Happy New Year! Do you feel it? Do you feel all the change now that 2020 is gone? What? Nothing changed? <gasps> Shocking! I am recording this from Construction Central where the beeping and hammering continues for another lovely week. At least I know that my awesome $30 mic doesn't pick up that noise. But I feel like I'm in an airport. An airport that is being renewed for some reason. This is uh, day 12 of OCD Hell Month, and we still have 16 more days left of this sanity and patience test that God is putting me through, God slash the universe, for all our uh, agnostic uh, slash atheist listeners out there. It's just one listener. But I'm counting the days. I'm counting the days until Joe Biden's inauguration day, just because my parents leave the next day and I can have my freedom and peace of mind again. So less Trump, less my mother, and both will result in less shaking of my head because my neck hurts from all the daily head shaking that I'm going through these days. I started living a double OCD life where I wait until uh, my parents go to sleep to go wipe the microwave and do the dishes with the correct sponge. And I never mention it. It's like a, it's like a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a OCD superhero. After they sleep, I'm like I put my 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 cowl on, and go fight germs. But I'm exhausted. I feel the days are very long, and I'm trying hard to squeeze in some comedy writing between them and some stand up, Zoom stand up, and like trying to do all the personal stuff for myself or my self care like meditation. But it's hard, like I, as soon as I wake up, there is, there is tension in, in the atmosphere and it just, it just fouls my mood and makes it harder for me to do anything. Ah well, I try to keep the complaining about my parents to a minimum this week, but I just miss the loneliness that I had before they came. Ah, loneliness, my amazing friend. I had more control over what my diet was and my daily routine but now everything in, is in disarray. I never thought I'd miss those days, but I miss them so much. Some days I wake up to yelling and snappiness, or I have to sit and entertain my stepdad for hours that, that I forget to even take my vitamins or brush my teeth until it's 2 p.m. He's, he's doing, I don't, I don't wanna say better, he doesn't complain, but he goes between states of sounding like he's high to states where he sounds like he's drunk. So it's kind of, there's a lot of yes ending and just trying to deal with him and nodding your head. My mom's reaction varies between snapping back at him and treating him with patience. And it's really difficult on a normal person. And she's doing her best. Like she's usually very, uh, she has a temper issue, of course. So when I see her being patient, it surprises me. Like I'm like, wow, you are capable of this emotion? Hey. Are you okay? Should we take you to the doctor? I naively woke up a couple of days ago and had a less stressful day. And I was like, oh, well, maybe this will be easy, breezy, lemon squeezy after all. It will be over before I know it. And 
maybe 2021 will be different after all. But of course, I jinxed it. And I had two horrible days where I woke up to the tension and snappiness, which in turn makes me angry and frustrated for the rest of the day. I'm still complaining about them. That's it. I, that's my quota for complaining. I'm not going to complain about them again. Maybe next week. I had a nice therapy session yesterday where I took my car and drove away to my Zoom therapy session where I basically yelled my heart out for 50 minutes and felt way better. My poor therapist had to absorb it all and it was her first session after her mini vacation so I feel bad for her, like I really do. But I guess it's her job. I still had to resist the urge to just talk about her and her issues for the full hour, which I can easily do. Like, oh yeah, oh my God, anything that takes the, 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 the focus away from my problems, I, I have a skill to, to just turn the attention to the other person. Like I even was on a podcast this Saturday and where I was supposed to be the guest, but somehow I ended up asking all the questions and interviewing the host. It's a, it's a skill. It's a skill where I, if the conversation is about the other person, it's not about me, it's not about my shit. And I sometimes, when I get so angry and frustrated, it becomes harder for me to express myself. It just comes out in like bursts of like, ah, hmm, they're all incoherent. A little bit like this podcast, as you can see. But like, that's why this podcast has been a nice outlet for me. Because at least I can organize my thoughts and be like, no, you just like rant about this part first and then rant about this part now. So it makes sense. I don't know if this makes sense to anyone. Um, but this week, um, I'm just going to focus on, I'm like, I'm just going to focus on myself. I'm not going to focus on my parents and why they're pissing me off. Uh, I'll focus on all my issues, which there's a lot of, I have a lot of issues. Um, I'm just trying to apply the lessons that I heard from people who regularly go to AA meetings. Uh, like I've heard this on a podcast a couple of weeks ago where somebody was talking about how before you get angry at other people, see what the fault is in yourself first before blaming others. And this visit has been nothing but just like showing me all the things that are wrong with me. Um, like me noticing like, oh, I, why am I angry at this? Like, why does this frustrate me? So, and it's, it's not more like showed me faults. It's more of like reminded me of the faults I have. Faults I knew existed from before, but then they either get amplified by age or I got better at, no at noticing them. Like for example, I knew I was a control freak. This is not news to me or news to anyone who knows me. I know it, but I'm now surprised at the things that will trigger my control freakness and make me angry because I can't control them or that someone else interfered in my control. And no matter how hard I try, like when I sit down and try to like take a deep breath and focus on writing comedy or just try to meditate, it, it becomes really impossible to concentrate or find anything funny when all I can think about is how my mom volunteered to buy the wrong oatmeal and bought the wrong type of tuna. And now I'm stuck drinking and eating something that tastes weird because she was trying to help in her own control freaky way as well. I don't know why, but I'd rather get no help than getting the wrong help. I'm weird like that. That's another thing that I discovered. I also discovered that I'm very possessive of my stuff. Again, discovered is the wrong word here. It's more like remembered. Because I remember when I was young, my dad took some of my old clothes and that I outgrew 
Like, I can't wear them anymore. They're, they're too small on me. And he took these clothes and went to my younger cousin and gave it to, to his mom to give it to him. And I remember I was crying so hard and throwing a, a tantrum like no other when I saw my cousin wear my Mickey Mouse shirt. It's mine. And even at this age, I felt bad for feeling that way. Like I felt like I'm a bad person because I should be uh, uh, shareful and, and giveful or whatever the word is. But I couldn't help it. I, I was crying and I was angry. This is my shirt. Don't wear my stuff. And even though like it, it's not coming out of a place of selfishness, like it's not like, oh, I have this shirt or no one else has it. No, it's just, this is mine. Like I'll, like I'll get you something better to use. Just don't use my stuff. For example, there is the, uh, a bowl that I eat my boiled eggs in every day. A couple of years ago, my mom wanted to throw that bowl away because it was broken and had a chip in it. So I saved it. I saved the bowl from its miserable trash fate and I've been eating in it every day. And we have another one of these bowls, exact same one, same color, same everything, but it's not broken, it doesn't have a chip on it. And I never touch it. So I wake up a couple of days ago and find out that my mom used my broken bowl to put some food in it. And I was just angry and upset. This is my broken bowl. You have another one that is perfectly not broken and has zero chips on it. Why don't you use that? And I would be washing it and making grumpy noises like my bowl. And that explains why I get pissed off when she uses my charger and my slippers. I got you your own slippers and you have a million charger. Why don't you, why are you using my stuff? I'm like the, the three bears in the Goldilocks story. Like who walked in my slippers and ate from my egg bowl and used my charger? Unfortunately, in my case, Goldilocks does not scream for help and run away wandering into the forest after the bears find her. She instead stays for 16 more days. And that's my angry version of Goldilocks story that I'm dubbing Baldilocks. You know, because I don't have any hair. <laughs> of course, I understand it's stupid because Baldilocks was... Never mind, you get it. Um, speaking of stupid things, the Goldilocks story is stupid, by the way. Like, So she broke into these bears' house and ate their food and slept in their beds. And when they found her, she yelled for help. Really? She's the one that ran away screaming after breaking and entering. Like, I think that the focus of that story should be the bears. Poor bears who came and found somebody broke into their house. Anyways, um, I can go on for more about some other stupid things that I thought about this week. But I, um, I, I hear them coming, and they are coming. So I hear them coming, and uh, I'll just uh, wrap it up this week. And uh, be back next week for uh, more uh, rants and complaining. Um, make sure to check out Christian Wiesa's podcast called uh, That's Fucked Up. I make an appearance on that uh, podcast this week where we rant on for uh, almost like an hour and some change about relationships and uh, cultural differences and some other things. It was interesting. It was my first time being on a podcast someone else's podcast being as a guest. Um, it was a reminder of why I don't want to have a podcast where I have people on because it sounds like it's a lot of work. And he has his own producer and 
Like even doing this within video is a lot of work. So I'm glad I'm just ranting here on my own with my one lovely listener. And I promoted the podcast on his podcast, so we might be getting more listeners. Oh my God. Ah, well. And that's it for this week, I guess. I'll see you next week. I'll go eat. I'm hungry. Bye.